Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You forced my hand. You forced my hand. I start out the show, Paul and I had like a huge fight. So, you know, like every, this whole audience, you're like part of my family. We said, you know, you got to tell people no sometimes in life. I'm not talking about Paul. I'm talking about, you got to tell people no. And uh, Tony's like, it's a show like I've only been here. This is the craziest show ever. It's what weird. is this? Like a Sigmund Freud, like family uh, counseling session? No. I, you know, you guys are here and we're here. And we're all like buddies. And I, I don't pretend to be like, oh, look, I'm better than you. I have like probably personal problems bigger than <laughs> you all do. You got to learn to tell people no. Because let me tell you something. You're going to reach a point in your life if you're ever successful, whereas everybody's going to want a little piece of you. And here's the thing. There are not unlimited pieces of you. You're a limited resource. And when you start cutting off pieces of you, you know what I'm saying, Joe? And giving them away, eventually there's no pieces of you left to give to people that you should come first in your life. So You only have so much. You only got so much. That's it. And the thing is, like, I got a really important show today. So I sideline and put that into the file cabinet and get rocking and rolling. Because you guys got me to do something yesterday. I've been playing this demographic destiny thing over and over. And a guy reached out on Facebook yesterday and he's like, Dan, I've had enough. I can't see it anymore. And I said to him, there's a method to my madness, amigo. I promise I'm not crazy for as much as Paula and others may think so. I, pro <laughs> I promise I'm not crazy. I'll tell you what I was doing. Stand by. We'll get to the beginning of your show. Hey, you having trouble sleeping or staying asleep? Is poor sleep ruining your life? Don't get poor sleep. Poor sleep sucks. Someone put that on a shirt. Embrace the importance of a restful slumber and introduce yourself to an amazing product I use that could revolutionize your nighttime routine. Beam's Dream Powder, a hot cocoa for sleep that could transform your nights. Listen, you know me. You know I'm like obsessed with life hacks. And number one on the life hacks chart is good sleep. That's why I use Beam's Dream Powder. They're science-backed hot cocoa. For sleep with no added sugar, better sleep has never tasted better. And today, my listeners get a special discount. Other sleep aids, you wake up groggy the next day. What the hell's the point? What the hell's the point? You got to get something going to make you feel good the next day. Dream contains a powerful all-natural blend. And please, as I always say, look this up yourself. You'll see it works. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk and enjoy before bedtime like I do. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time. When you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout, that's shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Stuff works. Check it out. Shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Joseph, let's get this party started right. It's showtime, Dan. Time to go and do the show. It's a happy show, too, damn it. Let me wait, wait, let me tell you something. What? What? Yesterday, I listened for the first, because I'm so used to watching the show on Rumble. <laughs> yeah. I listened for the first time to the beginning. And if you're not watching the pregnant pauses, the show on audio is like a thousand times funnier. Because it's like, <laughs> what the hell are these two guys doing? <laughs> Trust me. Try it sometime. Go over to Apple or Spotify. It's a totally different experience. It's weird. It's breakdown is like 50-50 now. We get seven-figure listens and seven-figure views. I never expected it to happen. We were an audio show only when we started. Okay. Let me tell you what I was talking about. So a guy reaches out to me yesterday on Facebook. And you know I love listener feedback because like I said, I'm an open book. 
This isn't an old school radio talk show from the 80s or 70s where everybody pretends they have special knowledge and you don't. This is my show. And in my show, I tell you everything about my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the scars and everything, because we're a family here. I'm not the general. I'm just a soldier in this army, right? So when you guys tell me something, it matters. And someone said to me, said there in audio. Someone said, Dan, you can't play that demographic destiny thing where the Democrats are talking about replacement theory again. I'm getting tired of it. And I said, I promise there's a method to my madness. Here's what I was trying to do. And it didn't work. And this is the reason I keep trying to do it. I am desperately poking and prodding the left-wing lunatic crowd in the media. Now they're going to know, so it's kind of out. But if you're thinking it, probably a thousand others are why I keep playing it to the point where it's a nuisance. I didn't tell Joe this either or Gee or anyone else. I keep playing it in the hope that one of these left-wing media outlets is going to pick up the show and is actually going to link to it so that these liberals see the entire time that this whole thing, their efforts to switch the narrative, don't let them talk about open borders, claim they're racist, that they're talking about replacement theory. My goal was that they either put a transcript or a link to the show and that maybe, maybe a sane Democrat, because there are some out there, liberals are just nuts, but a sane Democrat would read it and go, holy shit, Bongino's right. This racist replacement theory thing isn't our thing. It's just us talking about their thing. That's why. So in the chat, if I was annoying you, let me just let me know. Yes, you were annoying me. No, you weren't. I promise there's always a method to my madness. I played it over and over for that specific reason. I'll try not to do it as much anymore, but I'm dying for them to pick this up. Why? Because it happened again yesterday. The most popular show in cable news is The Five. It's a show I had a lot of good times on. Uh, I had a lot of arguments with Jessica Tarloff on there, who is the resident Joy Reid of the network. <laughs> I'm sitting in my kitchen yesterday. Joe, you're on the show prep email, right? Tony, you, you're on now, right, Tony? Yeah, yeah. Did I not send this within seconds of it airing? Go look at the timestamp. I said, gentlemen, immediately pull this clip from the five. Folks, no matter how many times I play the cut of Democrats, suggesting they can replace American voters due to demographic destiny and illegal immigration from a different demographic group. No matter how many times I play it, Democrats will still, even though it's their effing thing, they will still blame it on you. This happened yesterday on The Five. Check this out. The great replacement theory, which That's is not what I'm talking about. But that is what it is. The idea is that no, what, I'm not. Don't pin that on me. I'm not talking about replacement. What are you? I'm really? saying that they can come here and they will again. A whole new batch again. of voters who no, will vote for no, Democrats have said that. Though. Democrats have said that, and they've never used the phrase uh, replacement theory. But they talk about bringing in new voters and turning uh, and turning Texas from red to purple to blue. So it's not it's not like, like getting, a racist thing to say Gen Zs to register no, and no, no, vote. No, 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 no. They no, talk. They, yeah, you know, we're not. On, no, there is no plot on the Democratic side to take undocumented migrants and get them we to cheat the system. We've, played, anyway. we've played clips of that. Oh. So anyway. Great. Maybe you weren't okay. here. Okay. Maybe I wasn't here. Maybe yeah. it was Harold's day. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back and check. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need to do something. Folks, I've never done this before. Do you have the fire thing? Yeah. He's wondering what's... Yeah. Folks, I've never done the fire thing. For anyone other than the, to Greg Gutfeld, who finally gave the double-barreled middle finger 
on live television to a liberal idiot promoting this theory. I say to Greg Gutfeld, and this will never happen again. This is the only moment. The fire, man. It is exclusively for you. I know. I know we only do this for 145000 Thank you, Greg Gutfeld. And the greatest moment I've seen in live television ever, Greg Gutfeld finally sticks it to dumbass Jessica Tarloff. Thank you. Judge Janine got totally boxed in. I love you, Judge, but you got boxed in. Don't pin that on me. You should have done exactly what Greg did. You should have said, great replacement, dearie. You mean like the New York Times article about replacing us? Literally called, we can replace them? <laughs> you mean that one? Or do you mean the CBO report? You know, the racist congressional budget office that said that immigration is the greatest source of net population growth in the United States? Or do you mean the videos at the border of people endlessly streaming in? What, what do you, which one do you mean? Or do you mean the endless montages of Democrats talking about demographic destiny and their fascination with the country browning and white people being in the minority? Just play the videos. This was the... Greg Gutfeld did his homework. Greg A. Greg A. Good job, Greg. Greg Gutfeld. That is the only time we will ever drop the fire background for another host. The next time you'll see it's at 145,000. Thank you. Now do you see there's a method to my madness, amigos. I'm not crazy. Maybe he's of having an ego. I don't give a shit. We're ahead of everything on this show. You notice it's not a January 6th bomber thing? Ooh, look at that. You notice the Spygate thing? We're on top of that. Oh, there's a new gun law coming out. I'll discuss tomorrow, which is exactly what we warned about, about background checks and a list. Oh, that's happening. We'll discuss that tomorrow. If you're a P1, you've already heard all this stuff. And if you're a P1, and thank you to the guy, I didn't know you were getting annoyed by the demographic destiny clip. The show's for you. But if you're a P1, you are already ready for that. When they shove this demographic destiny replacement theory bullshit out into the public space, you shove it right up their ass. It's their freaking theory. I'm going to show you something. Tablet mag. This is an amazing piece. This is in a newsletter. Well, add it if you can. Bongino.com slash newsletter. This tablet piece by Michael Lynn. Our open border policy is not an accident. He quotes um, Donald Trump here on replacement theory. Here's the quote. Credibility in immigration policy can be summed up in one sentence. Those who should get in, get in. Those who should be kept out are kept out. And those who should not be here will be required to leave. <laughs> that's not Donald Trump. That's, a, that's not Donald Trump. That was Barbara Jordan. She was a liberal congresswoman from Texas who President Clinton put in charge of an immigration effort. What changed? The answer is the Democrats realized they could use changing demographics to empower themselves politically. And the way to change the demographics was through illegal immigration. That's not Donald Trump who said that. That was a Democrat back in 1992. I want to encourage you to read that piece and look at the Democrats' platform on immigration in 1992 about how illegal immigration has to be stopped. No, Dan, you mean the Republican platform. No, I don't. No, I mean the Democrat platform. Really? Yes, really. 
Why did it change? The answer is because middle class and working class voters abandoned the Democrat Party. And that's why they're fascinated with demographics, changing voter demographics to keep power they are losing because their crazy cut your balls off open borders policies appeal to absolutely no one. I did not plan that. I did not plan an earworm in dopey Jessica Tarlov's ear to be a race hustler on this. She's like the Joy Reid of Fox. Every stupid leftist talking point I warn you about in this show, Tarloff brings up on the five. Every single one. Why? Because she's a standard run-of-the-mill, no-homework Democrat who reads political playbook anymore every morning, has a talking point you can predict like that. That's why I want you to be out ahead of this stuff. You were on that panel yesterday, you wouldn't have got caught. You would have done the Greg Gutfeld and shut that shit right down. Because you're smart. And again, I'm sorry to the guy who uh, got upset about it, but there's a reason I do what I'm doing. Listen, folks, I got to get to this January 6th bomber thing, but I'm going to give it some time. So I just got a couple stories I want to get to that are super important because Tom Massey and Matt Gaetz, you know what? Let's just get right to it. I'm going out of order. Can we just go right to this shit right here? Because this is, this is too important. I'll get to the other stuff later. I'm going to flip back and forth, pages, all this. It's okay. My show, we do what we want. Let's go to that Daily Wire and we'll just go in order. So yesterday, I'm sitting around and I've told you with this January 6th bomber case, another thing I'm not going to let go. If I'm annoying you with it, I promise I'm annoying you for a reason. Just like the demographic destiny clip, the reason I'm playing it is because this is going to set in that discussing it is racist if we don't cut it off by its knees. And that's my job to do it. The same reason I'm doing that, I'm talking about this January 6th story. The Democrats and the media are so eager to make this story go away that if it wasn't for Darren Beatty, Julie Kelly, Tom Massey, Matt Gates, Steve Baker, and me, and a, just a handful of others, did you notice you saw none of this story on Fox? Why is nobody talking about this? We just uncovered a plot to assassinate Kamala Harris, the vice president-elect on January 6th, uh, 2021. We uncovered this plot and nobody's talking about it. And nobody's asking why nobody's talking about it outside of this limited number of people. I want you to look at this January, uh, this Daily Wire article. FBI tied the January 6th pipe bomber to a Metro card of an ex-government official, but blocked the interview of him, former agent says. This is Kyle Serafin. Now, this part is not new, but folks, they have, I want you to understand. Here's going to be the common theme over the next few minutes of the show. The common thread is going to be this. Why don't we know the identity of the following few people I'm going to mention? You know every single person involved in January 6th. You know people involved in January 6th who weren't even there. Enrique Tario. You know, you've seen Ray Epps' name. You can you could go through a list of 500 defendants, grandma who was walking through the Capitol and took a selfie, who's spending 72 years in the Gulag Archipelago. You know everybody. You know the the uh, every Capitol police officer's name. Some of them are writing books. People are up there on Capitol Hill getting medals. Everybody's crying in the January 6th thing. I can't believe it. You guys, are, you held it down. There's, you but there's a couple people you don't know. Why don't we know the name of this mother? The Daily Wire piece. So apparently the guy who's alleged to have 
drop the bomb in front of the DNC headquarters that could have killed Kamala. Kamala Harris, I guess it was a viable bomb. So what the FBI told us, they found a Metro card and the fare card then allowed them to determine that the person got off of a Metro stop in Northern Virginia where surveillance footage showed the person entering a car. Tony, you have a car? Does that have a license plate? It does. Tony, why does a car have a license plate? Do you have any idea? This guy, man, he's like a criminal investigator. So I can like keep track of people and cars on the, on the road. They know both the car and the fare card were in the name of the same person. Holy shit. Joe, what a coincidence. So freaking weird. That's what the, that's so crazy. The same guy, the same guy. They know he's a retired Air Force Chief Master Sergeant who's now working as a contractor with a security clearance, they said. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, what the? Oh, here we go. Then. What the fuck? Because karate, man. What the? F- Replay first. <laughs> Guys, listen, ladies. Again. Cell praise stinks. I understand. I'm sorry. I'm not even giving a shame. We're, we're always like six months ahead of this stuff. They note that Kyle Serafin, who is an FBI whistleblower who we're good friends with, were assigned to stake out this person's row house for days. But again, just another bizarre dink. The FBI, who everybody trusts because they're so awesome, blocked Kyle's request to interview the person. Then they were called off the target completely. And told to pour through low priority leads about minor January 6th participants. Why am I wearing this hat? I don't know. You ever see like dogs? They have like these weird, inappropriate physical reactions to you called the zoomies. This is one of those. I'm having the zoomies right now because I can't believe the bullshit we're dealing with. I don't know what to tell you. No, Nobody thinks this, just to be clear, like producers in newsrooms. None of you think any of this is weird. That a guy you've got on video the night before January 6th alleged to have planted a bomb the FBI says was, quote, viable that could have killed the vice president-elect while she was suspiciously at the DNC. You've got his Metro card and you've got his license plate and you've got him on surveillance. And then the FBI agent who's a whistleblower says, let's go interview him. And the FBI tells him, no, leave that guy alone. And everybody's like, yeah, man, sounds good to me. Like the technique there? Sounds totally legit, folks. Now, do we know the identity of this guy? We do not. Why don't we? Jim, are you listening, Producer Jim? Sometimes I nail Producer Jim with this one. Why won't the government release the name and identity of this guy they claim dropped the bomb or was on surveillance in that area? We don't even know if they're the same people, and I personally doubt that they are, but why wouldn't they release them? Just text me. Let's see what Jim says. Let me pull up my phone. Jim says, oh, that's Paul. Because they don't want to. He hit it again. He nailed it again. That's Jim. He's a freaking genius. Why won't the government release it? Because they don't want to. The only question now is, 
Why don't they want to? The answer, Occam's razor, is likely because they're hiding something. Now, Dan, we already knew some of that. You've covered that. We covered that like, I don't know, almost six, seven months ago. What's the new angle and why did you lead with that? Because strangely, there's a new person X in addition to this person X. And we bizarrely don't know the name to this guy either. But we found out yesterday from Tom Massey, a congressman, that he is, in fact, a Capitol Hill police officer. Weird. This show's a banger today. I can tell we got 102,000 people and we're not even a quarter of the way through. Quick break. I'm going to get back to angle number two. Hey, resolving to eat healthier this year is easy. Doing it, not so easy. Better nutrition. Come on, we all know. You got to eat right, man. Take care of your body. It's the only one you're going to get. God gave you the gift of this body. You all run down. Your body needs uh, compounds that nature gave to rebuild. Your body gets rebuilt all the time with proteins and micronutrients and macronutrients. And we all know we're supposed to be eating super healthy fruits and vegetables, but we don't do it a lot of them. Because it's not convenient. I get it. Field of Greens is the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my original sponsor. They've been with me, I don't know, Joe, how many years? Six years? Seven? Who knows? Yeah. These guys have been with me forever. It's the only, only fruit and vegetable product that literally promises better health. And you know I hate that word. At your next checkup, your doctor could notice your improved health or your money back. Where are you going to get a deal like that? These other green juices and stuff promise that? Nope. Each superfruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was doctor selected for a specific health benefit. Yes, I know the doctor works there. He's a genius. Some can help support your heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others, your metabolism, health, energy, immune system. Look, if you resolve to get healthier in 2024, it starts with Field of Greens. It starts with Field of Greens. I got you 15% off your first order. I take it religiously. I'm not spinning your wheels, Daddy-O and Mommy-O. And free rush shipping. Go today. Get Field of Greens. Wild berries, delicious. Guy likes lemon lime. Tony, I got to get you on Field of Greens. It's a, it's a sin. That's me. I haven't done that yet. I just uh, it's my fault. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Okay. So why did I set up the show this way? Because again, this mysterious bomber guy or a guy who could be the bomber guy or a guy who could be unrelated to the incident but the FBI had on surveillance. We don't know his identity, even though whistleblower said, hey, listen, we've got this guy's Metro card and license plate. Can we go interview him? No, you can't. So weird. So I'm sitting around last night putting a show together. Actually, I take that back. Precision matters. I was done with the show. And I see this little bombshell. Matt Gates has a show. Gates has Congressman Tom Massey on it. Hat tip to both of them for covering this story. Massey, who's been an absolute beast on this story. And I mean that as a compliment. Massey is not letting any of this go. Massey now has uncovered the, well, not the identity. Massey has uncovered a fact about the identity of the guy who the next day, Guy, do we have the VO? I should have asked you first, of, of the guy walking up to the car. Maybe I should have put that in the show. Take your, okay, get to in the, well, let's get to this video first. There is a guy, I'll show you this, uh, uh, the VO sense for voiceover, sorry, using like buff talk, right? There's a guy who walks up, this mysterious guy with a black hoodie at the DNC on January 6th, right as the whole insurrection is happening. And he mysteriously at this perfect time, right as this whole thing is going down, 
in that 12 to 1 o'clock hour on January 6th when the dreaded insurrection's going down, mystery man walks up and goes and tells the Secret Service, hey, man, look, there's a bomb. There's a bomb. It reminds me of that scene in, in old school. Fucking dart in your neck. Hey, man, there's a bomb. Guy's a hero. I'm not being funny. Guy's a hero. Is he, Joe, is he not? He found a bomb. Bomb could have yeah. killed the vice president-elect. This guy's yeah, a hero. But it's the weirdest thing. No idea who this guy is. Massey had some words about this last night. Listen to this. You recently met with Capitol Police. Correct. Today. Today. And what did you learn in that meeting? I learned that uh, backpack guy, January 6th backpack guy, not to be confused with January 5th backpack person, uh, backpack guy was a uh, non-uniform, you know, plain clothes police officer in, in, you know, in the employ of the Capitol Hill police. The, the person who found the pipe bomb, the person who D'Antuano, who was leading the investigation, say, oh, yeah, the person who found it, it'd be investigation 101 that they would be a suspect initially until ruled out. You're saying that person was an undercover, plainclothes Capitol Police officer, and the Capitol Police confirmed that to you today. They confirmed that to me today. Yes. What? What? Listen, man, I'm telling you, there is no bigger, like, skeptical personality than Gee. I, I tell Gee, listen, here's a Ren Hork thing. And he's like, uh, no, it's not. I need proof that's like a certified copy and not a knockoff from like China or something. The guy like has a question about, he thinks everything. The only thing he believes in is Rogue One. Even Gee's like, what the? So we have no idea why the FBI is not telling us who January 5th backpack guy is. That's a different guy, as far as we know. As far as we know. That's the Metro card license plate guy I addressed earlier. We don't know who he is. Why? Because the government doesn't want to tell us. Why? Because they're hiding it. Occam's razor. Keep it simple, stupid. Now the guy who finds the bomb, which we know is there. We have the pictures. You can see the camera panning in on it. The guy who finds him up, this hero is a Capitol Hill police officer undercover. What? The f but, 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 but he's, he's a hero. Listen, man, don't miss. I'm not dicking around. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. If this guy, which I really, I do not believe this guy was, I do not believe this guy was part of it. It's too easy to figure out. There's no plausible deniability. All right. I'm explaining this wrong. Thank you. Yeah. I need a second. All right. I worked in the government a long time. A lot of times stuff happens to you in government and you don't know you're part of an op. Come on, man. No, I'm dead serious. I could tell you stories that would blow your freaking mind, but I don't have time. I just need you to trust me. There are times you're out doing something and you swear you're doing A, but you're really doing B. But you don't know you're doing B because everybody told you you're doing A. And you only find out you were doing B later when the, let's say, the need for secrecy goes away. And they're like, hey, remember when you thought you were doing A? You were really doing B. I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me. 
But I'm telling you, is this guy who found the bomb, I'm not positive, I want to be clear. When I speculate, I'll tell you. But based on experience and informed speculation about what I think is going on here, I do not believe that guy knew he was part of it. Somebody called that. Joe, do you see where I'm going with this? Somebody radioed that guy or that guy just unexpectedly was like walking in a spot he shouldn't have walked and saw something he was not supposed to see. That's one of two. Those are the only two scenarios I see. Here it is right here on the screen. You see him walking up there to the uh, DC Metro car? This guy here. I do not believe at all that this guy was in on the plot. I believe there was a plot. And that's why now they don't want you knowing this guy's identity. Either this guy just found this thing totally by mistake and screwed up their whole plan because they got distracted about what was going down at the Capitol. You tracking? Or number two, someone in on this reached out to him and said, well, I don't know his name, Officer Smith. Hey, man, we're getting word about some you know, plot, go give a look around the building Kamala Harris is at. We don't want things to get ugly. Winky, winky, nod, nod. There's no way this guy was in on it. You understand plausible deniability? Listen, man, I worked in the G for over a decade. Everything with them is plausible deniability. The, it, it's, you have to think of it like an organization where people do stuff but are never told why they're doing stuff. And the reason they're not told is because then they can't rat out the guy who told them to do it. And why? I don't Best believe to have is, is one that doesn't know they're an op. Thank you. And they, that, they act 100%. that way. They follow their actions as well. He, he can't admit to being in, in part of an operation he doesn't know exists. I'm convinced the reason they're not telling you this guy's identity is because this guy probably realizes he was part of this thing now and got screwed over. And they're, they're probably telling this guy right now, hey, bro, because he's out there. And I'll guarantee you he's watching us right now. To the gentleman watching, you're probably, you're a hero, man. They're effing you over. You can talk. We're listen. We're right here for you. Someone is telling this guy, make no mistake. You better keep your mouth shut. Or else we know who he is. The guy's a hero. The story gets crazier in a second with this post-millennial article. Where this thing gets even more bizarre. Folks, there's some really, really bad going on. We haven't had this in a while. You think it's there, folks? Chatsters, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, what am I talking about? Of course I'm talking about the sniffs from Blackout Coffee. Oh, Tony. You ready? You got sticky fingers? Yes, he got it. Sniff, is there any sniffs left in that bag? Smells damn good, doesn't it? You know, this morning I had blackout. I'm reading my own read. This is how it's going to go down. Here's the deal. They make these flavored coffees now. And let me tell you something. I had this like cinnamon French toast thing this morning they put together. <laughs> if you're not drinking this stuff, I'm sorry. Like you got to start. Stat. It's absolutely delicious. Blackout coffee uses premium grade coffee beans. Most people don't even know what premium coffee tastes like because they've been drinking crap beans all the time. That's why I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout coffee. I love it. Start the year off right with a resolution to support companies like Blackout coffee. Guy loves the country too. Guy who runs that place absolutely loves the country. 
Folks at Blackout Coffee ship within 48 hours of roasting. The taste is amazing. It's like my morning treat now. Matter of fact, I drink it twice. I have another cup later, another cup at one o'clock for my Blackout Coffee timeout on my radio show. Do me a favor. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino and see what I'm raving about. It's a real deal. Time to quit drinking these woke, corporate, junk, brown water coffees every morning. Drink something bold, bold, and never bitter. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to Blackout Coffee. They'll thank me later for it. It's really good. Our last sponsor, MyPillow. Mike Lindell of MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. I took their travel pillow on the road this past weekend. It was great. They're having an overstock clearance, a new product sale right now for the best prices ever. When you use promo code Dan, you get free shipping on the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six packs, towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything's on sale. And the brand new kitchen towels have the same technology as the bath towels. Dog beds, blankets, super comfortable couch pillows, and so much more. It's your one-stop shop to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code DAN. to get the free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-637-4982 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code DAN. Thank you, MyPillow. We appreciate it. Now, you're saying to yourself, okay, this story's freaking weird. I threw the penalty flag. This is one of those shows I may need multiple, so I got to keep it in reserve. Hide my penalty, my penalty. We don't know the January 5th backpack guy. Weird, because we have his license plate and his Metro card. We don't know the identity of the January 6th bomb discovery guy, despite the fact he's a hero and a Capitol Hill police officer. It's strange. We know everybody else. Post-millennial drops this little bombshell yesterday morning by Hannah Nightingale. FBI blocked the surveillance team from interviewing the person of interest in the January 6th pipe bomb case. They note that the counterintelligence team used security footage to follow the person to a metro station. This is January 5th guy. And they know the card used to access the transit system. The card allowed them to determine he got off a stop in Northern Virginia where the person was seen in their car. The car and the car registered in the name of, that was the name of an Air Force Chief Master Sergeant is now working as a contractor with a security clearance. Folks, that last angle is a new part. We've covered that first, but that's the new part. Was a contractor with a security clearance? So I just want to be clear here. We don't know the identity of January 5th guy, despite the fact that the guy they're telling us is January 5th guy, who may have been the guy who dropped the bomb, is a guy with a security clearance, meaning what? Why is this important we end on this? What does that mean, folks? What do you have to do to get a security clearance? Yes, you have to sit there and oh, you probably be typing it. Fill out mounds of paperwork. Here's my dog's name. I had a security clearance. I had TSSCI, sensitive compartmented information. You've got to go, hey, here's my first residence. Here's my second residence. Here's a little trick. You got to name three people. When I was out and doing backgrounds, they go out and find three more people off the three people you name just to make sure you are who you say they are. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, I'm leaving it here because they know who this guy is. They've got a file on him because he's got a security clearance. And they also know 
who January 6th guy is, who discovered the bomb, because he's a Capitol Hill police officer. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, you think there may have been a background check involved there? I'm telling you what happened here. This is the biggest scandal in politics right now. And an and absolute shame on any news organization refusing to cover this. Absolute shame. You should be, the news organization should be at the White House today demanding to know the identity of who this contractor is and the Capitol Hill police officer. These guys, the one of them's a hero. But they won't. And they won't ask the other critical question either. Why was Kamala Harris at the DNC and not at the Capitol? And why did she leave that out? Folks, listen, man. I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot worried. I know what the government's capable of. I know what they're not capable of. But I have a really bad feeling we're getting to the point now of no return. We're getting to the point of no return where the FBI and the government has become so accustomed to lying to us and setting up fake narratives to benefit themselves. Uh, the Russian collusion narrative, the quid pro quo narrative, that government insiders and the National Security Council, the FBI and elsewhere have become so used to giving you all the middle finger that even the idea of doing the right thing right now is just some foreign concept. And once that psychology sets in that they can F us over, it's all gone, folks. It's all gone. All right, I got a lot more to cover. Let me go back to the beginning of the show here. Listen, you learn a lot from losing in your life. It's not a philosophy class. Who gives a shit? You know, I tell, but I wrote a whole book about losing. Why? Because I've lost a lot. I failed at so much crap. It's crazy. I wrote a book called The Gift of Failure because I failed at so much stuff. And every failure was a gift because I have this thing like this grit thing. Where I just get up and I dust off and I'm like ready to rock and roll. But political losses taught me something. They taught me something. They taught me this. Losing in these three political races I ran in. One close, two not so much, right? The best messenger for politics is you. You know, you ever wonder why people run millions of dollars in political ads? I do, because they change almost nobody's mind. Let me ask you something. It's a serious question out there in the listening audience. Chatsters, chime in. I want to see yours. Bot Gino, get on this one for me. I'm serious asking this. Have you ever watched a political ad on television that changed your mind? The answer to me is no, I have not. Have you heard a political ad on radio? The best political messengers are you. Now, going back to the beginning of the show, that's why when this guy was annoyed about me paying, pay, playing this demographic destiny thing, I feel like if I don't, yeah, you see, thank you. No, I don't even see a single yes in there. I have never, ever, ever. Now, I'll say this, maybe another, I'll ask you this question as a follow-up. So chill on that one for a second. Has someone in your family ever changed your mind or someone you trusted? Because I can tell you, yes, I can even cite the moment. J.D. Vance, who's a senator right now, wrote a book, Hillbilly Elegy. And he got me rethinking the idea of free trade. It was a real ground shift for me. 
but it was because I trusted. I didn't know him, but I had read about him before and heard him on podcasts, and I had trusted him. People have changed my mind. Folks, that's the purpose of this show. I love you guys to death and ladies out there. I'm never going to waste your time. I promise you that demographic destiny replacement theory is a big deal, just like the J6 bomber case. They do not want you to notice the destruction of the United States through this open border system. And they know if this narrative sets, just call Republicans racist and accuse them of repl- that replacement theory, that you'll never bring it up and the country will be gone. I see 10 steps ahead of these guys and I'm just trying to drag others along with me who don't have time to do politics all day. Information is a weapon in this new warfare, political warfare. And I'm here to give you the information. We are the leaders we've been waiting for, as my Ginny, I mean, my friend Ginny Thomas says. We, you have to go out and be evangelists. Don't believe the hype out there. This race is going to be close, okay? Here's what I'm talking about. By sh- just shooting this shit down right away. Biden, here's his Twitter account. He continues to get wrecked on Twitter because nothing this guy says is true. He tweeted this bullshit out the other day. Inflation's coming down. It's now lower in America than any other major economy in the world. Cost of essential items are coming down too. He's making all of that up. He absolutely got wrecked. Randy Macho Man from the top ropes. On this, readers added context to it through a community. It's not true. We're not lower in America than any other major economy. Matter of fact, it's not even close. He made that up. But he does this all the time. And it is your job out there to go out and be Paul and Paulette Revere's. People will listen to you as messengers. They're not listening to TV ads. Here's another example. This is where this came from. The inflation one I threw in is gravy. He tweets this out yesterday. Pay discrimination, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is already illegal. You cannot discriminate and pay on race or sex. It's already illegal. Biden acts like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is perfectly good. Pay discrimination is no place in America. I remain committed to building on the promise of this fair pay act and strengthening economic security of women anywhere, women everywhere. Now, when you have information like Gutfeld did at his fingertips and he shut Jessica Tarloff, race hustler, the Joy Reid of Fox, right down for trying to race hustle on national television. When he shut that shit right down, it's because he came informed. Here's the little graph Biden put out in his tweet. Little picture, excuse me. It's time to close wage gaps. Men make the whole dollar and women make 84 cents. Holy shit, that sounds horrible, Joe. Women are getting really ripped off. You're telling me women are being discriminated against? 16 cents of their dollars being taken away because of their body. By the way, how do we know what women are? I I thought we told that was just like subjective. So it's weird how Biden seems to know what a woman is when it comes to making a political point. I want you to watch this. The people telling you this are full of shit. This is what happens when you have the information. This is from Australia. They're doing a hearing on the pay gap. And this lady who's an activist for the pay gap that doesn't exist, by the way, she comes up thinking she's got a moron. This guy in Australia at this hearing, he's ready to go. And he asks her a couple questions about the mysterious pay gap. Watch this lady fold like a cheap suit. This is glorious. Check this out. So do, so do you take into account the fact that on average a male full-time employee works longer hours than a female full-time employee? N- not directly, no. You don't? We an- but we annualise the part-time hours and those that have worked full-time but for part of the year. So that way, because at the moment, uh, w- what I can tell you is w- women work part-time at three times the rate of men. Mm. So by annualising it, we are looking at a, a more um, 
mm-hmm. realistic. So based on an annual salary. Yeah. What about if you did it on an hourly rate? What would be the gender hourly pay gap? Well, we don't have that data, Senator. You don't have that data? No, because we ask for annualised salaries because and from our employers when they report their data in. Okay, so if, uh, if a woman was working fewer hours but earning the same uh, rate per hour as a man doing the same job, would that show up as a gender pay gap? No. <laughs> dude, dude, that is freaking hilarious. That is a, this is, she's an activist out there trying to say women are getting screwed over. And what did they say? We got my, I need a monthly. Throw me a monthly. We need a, we got a reference. Oh, 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 my first drop. My first drop. Look at that. All right, we had to make it. Mine's my first drop. You did. That's okay. I, so I should have got that. Todd Christensen, the tight end for the Raiders, said if it touches your fingertips, you're supposed to catch it. No. Look at her face. So basically what the guy's saying is women make 84 cents on the dollar because they work less hours. And if you factor in the hours they work, do they make less money? No, they don't. Oh, okay. So like liberals and Biden are totally full of shit? Yeah. And then when you factor out the danger pay uh, equation built in that men work more dangerous jobs in many cases, it almost completely disappears. Look at her face. <laughs> Tony, let's see if you got it. Let me see. He's got one. And he's got two. Tony's three for three today. Folks, these people are full of shit. They're just making this up. It is my job. It is my job to give you information. So when you run into Jessica Tarloff at your Thanksgiving dinner, she's not going to be at my Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, like the Jessica Tarloff of your family. We all have one. She shows up with some dumbass liberal talking point. Let me tell you about racism, replacement theory of the wage gap. You're like a replacement theory. You mean like the one they wrote about in the New York Times or the one covered in the CBO report or the demographic destiny argument the Democrats have made repeatedly on various audio pieces. I can give them to you. Ah, uh, uh, whatever. Wage gap. Which wage gap? Because when you factor in hours worked, there actually is no wage gap. Do you know that? Or you just can stoop it all the time? <laughs> eat You're your turkey. Right, are you? <laughs> eat, eat your turkey. <laughs> eat your potatoes. Eat your potatoes and shut up. <laughs> you as a tarloff in every family. They get a talking point, And no matter how much bullshit it is, they'll stick with it. Just like Joe Biden. Inflation is lower than every other major industrial economy in the world, except it isn't. Except all you had to do was all you had to do was look it up. Back to the border, because that's the crisis du jour. Because there's a cold civil war going on at the border right now, and their bullshit story keeps changing. Here he is yesterday, Biden on the South grounds. Now again, because I want to arm you with the information here. That's my only job. Biden, when he got into office used executive powers to undo the national emergency at the border and Trump's remain in Mexico policy. Trump's worst year for illegal immigration was 800,000. Biden's is going to be three times that, 2.4 million or more, and that's just who we know about. So the immigration problem is three times worse than Trump's worst year. Those are facts. Jessica Tarloff at your Thanksgiving dinner, whatever her name is in your family, 
Mary Tarloff, Mary Bag of Donuts. I don't know. It's going to go. It's been a problem forever. Yeah, murder's been a problem forever, too. But it was a bigger problem before Rudy Giuliani got into office. We fix problems. We fix the degree. We don't make the problem go away. If you have less murders, that's better. Less immigration, illegal immigration is better, correct? Here's Biden yesterday, who magically found the executive power to open the border, who can't seem to find the executive power to reinstitute the things he took away. Listen to this bullshit. With executive authority, is there more you could do? Absolutely. Not all I can do. Just give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people. Give me the people, the judges. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work last Which is really strange because Biden told the exact opposite story about immigration before, claiming that what he was doing with the power he had said through my orcus was, quote, proven to work. You understand these people are full of shit. You can prove it by just playing their own words every single time. Play this for Tarloff. Check this out. It is my testimony that the Border is secure. The president have worked very hard to implement a strategy when it comes to the border that is humane, safe, and, and has orderly enforcement. Things are going at the border, sir. Much better, border than, much, much better than you all expected. <laughs> we have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. We have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. We are stopping the flow at the border. The border is secure. You know, someone in the chat, who is it? Someone just said, how do they sleep at night? KB Metzler. KB Metzler, shout out to you. How do they sleep at night? You see where I'm going with this? When Joe Biden wants the open border demographic destiny thing to continue, he walks up to a gullible, stupid press in the Tarloffs of the world and goes, hey, man, I don't have any power to do anything about anything. But then when Joe Biden's asked, hey, how's the border doing? He goes, hey, the border's secure. Our policies are proven to work. What policies? You just said you were powerless. So why did the story change? Well, if you read Left Wing, I believe it was Axios today. They put a piece out about why this all changed. And that tablet mag piece nails it. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden is underwater on the immigration issue so badly that even Democrats have turned on him. He hung on to this, I need power, demographic destiny thing, because his left wing was pushing him there. He held on until the end, until he realized he's going to lose power over this thing. Then all of a sudden, the story he told before, I'm doing all I can, the border's secure, now flipped to, hey, the border sucks, it's a mess, you guys are the polling and the Democrat and Democrat Party are correct, I acknowledge your pain. However, it's not me, the Republicans did it. And I have no power. I want to address this, too, because this is important. 120, nice. 120,000, love you guys. 
to the Wall Street Journal editorial column. This is what I was talking about yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Cutesy time is over. The Judge Bongino is ruled. It's over. Cutesy time. The judge, the ruling's already come in. Cutesy time is done. The Wall Street Journal still lives in cutesy time land. They're still fighting a PR fight. They still believe the future of the country hinges on us looking like the better people. Do you understand we tried this already? Remember John McCain voting no to get rid of Obamacare because he didn't think it went through the normal process that we still have not reinstituted? The Democrats were laughing at John McCain, laughing. Here's the Wall Street Journal. Impeaching Mayorkas achieves nothing. Sure. Listen, I read the Wall Street Journal. They have some really good writers over there. But I'm talking to you at the editorial board. And you can disregard me. Oh, God, you know, conspiracy, whatever. You do whatever you want. My audience is probably bigger than yours. That's fine. You guys are completely lost. Impeaching Mayorkas. Put that headline up again if you can. Achieves nothing? You have a guy right now who has, under oath, in front of the American people, lied to their faces, claiming the border that keeps them safe from fentanyl traffickers, sex traffickers, and terrorists, that that's safe. Keep this headline up a second. I'm sorry. I know that. I don't know whether the, I know. I don't know what the visuals are, but keep it up there. Let me ask you a question, Wall Street Journal editorial board. If you were to bring in, say, a lower level employee in DHS, say a border official, a border official at CBP, and he's sitting there at a customs checkpoint, Miami Airport, and let's say that border official. He sees a bunch of people come in off a plane from, I don't know, Ecuador and doesn't look at their passports or anything and just goes, hey, come on, go ahead. And he's hauled in front of Congress and they ask him, was your border checkpoint secure? Under oath, yes, it was. But you just let them in and did nothing. It's okay. It was secure. What do you think would happen to that guy? You're correct. You're correct. He'd probably find himself in jail. Or lying under oath. Yet Mayorkas, who runs the Department of Homeland Security, who is the overlord of an unquestionable open borders policy based on numbers, you can stick a camera there right now and watch it. The border's open. Why you say? Did you like that example, Tony? Or are you shaking your head at something? Because some of these examples work. Did that example work for you guys? Mayorkas can go and do exactly what that lower level guy did, and he's supposed to get a pass. Cutesy time is over, editorial board fellas and ladies over there. Do you understand? You are dealing with a situation. You're not. You guys are dealing with the old school Democrat Party. You think this is the Reagan Tip O'Neill days? Oh, look, they'll go have a beer. None of that shit is happening. This isn't even the Gingrich Clinton days. You have a tyrannical left committed to warfare, lawfare, weaponization of government entities, and FBI won't even tell you who a bombing suspect who nearly assassinated the vice president-elect is. And a DHS secretary who has opened our southern border and terrorists are creeping in. I reported it yesterday. And you wanted, you think impeachment accomplishes nothing? I'm going to tell you right now what it accomplishes. And no one should run from this. One, it holds these people accountable for their high crimes and misdemeanors, allowing an invasion of the United States. But second, it lets the whole world know it. Folks, the thing Biden fears most right now is eyeballs and earlobes. Biden wants to continue what he's doing, 
He knows the media is not going to cover the J6 thing, the bomber case. He knows they're not going to cover the open borders thing the right way. The biggest thing we can do is get this in front of cameras. And the only way we can get it in front of cameras is doing an impeachment. Stop playing cutesy time, man. We are going to lose if we keep pulling this bullshit. And to the Wall Street Journal editorial board, this is who we're dealing with. Put up that Greg Price tweet if you can, if you don't mind. You had a bunch of pro-lifers. You hear this story? Pro-lifers praying, trying to save lives in an abortion clinic. Greg Price notes, they're going to be prosecuted. They were found guilty in, excuse me, they were already found guilty in federal court. They're facing up to 11 years. What did they do? Did they bomb the vice president-elect in front of the DNC? What did they do? Here's what they did. Surely there's more, right, Dan? I want you to watch this. Look at them. Kneeling, praying quietly. Yeah, Guy said it right. Mostly violent. Mostly violent. Oh, and like BLM, mostly peaceful. Definitely mostly violent. Look at them. Tearing the place up. Tearing, shredding the place. To the Trump team, if you're listening. If and hopefully when you win the presidency, I would humbly ask on day one, you issue a complete and full pardon to every single person involved in this. This is a disgrace. And you want to play cutesy time with them? You think the Republicans impeach a Mayorkas during an invasion of the United States with terrorists waltzing across our southern borders a waste of time? You think Joe Biden nearly starting the second civil war over Eagle Pass, Texas? You think it's a waste of time? This is what happens when you get organizations that believe in cutesy time and sideline the United States to a distant second. I ain't doing that here. Sorry. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I deeply appreciate it. Man, 121,000. You guys are great. You're such a loyal audience. Spread the word. Tell everybody to tune in. Folks, sometimes people don't know this show is live. You can watch it video on demand, but live is always a great experience. I love being here with you. 11 a.m. Eastern time, rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. If you want to watch it on Rumble, you get a notification. That'd be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. Love you all to death. I will see you on the radio show in a little bit, just about a minute and a half, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.